Welcome to the Christ and All podcast. My name is Taylor Easley, and as always, I'm joined by Chad Hunsberger. Here How I are am. you doing? All is well. Yeah. Yeah. We're also joined by David Leonard. Yes. How's it hey, going? That was a better introduction than the last uh, one. I feel like it was I too. I mean, I'm keeping it simple today. I think did I get worship boy last time? I think you did. I, there was a thing about that. And I feel like this was better. It's it's like um David Leonard, but not the David Leonard that you're on K Love. You're make you're, that distinction. That's true. But <laughs> one who does have uh has helped yes. lead a new album making. Yes. So that's awesome. But probably and have fewer hats than the fewer other. hats. Yeah. As they would not fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. Oh, uh, that's great. Um yeah, so David Leonard, kind of a, a frequent guest yes, here on the Christ and All podcast, which we enjoy. I hope listeners are starting to pick up that when David is in the studio, it generally means that we're talking about a psalm. Mm, yeah, I hope they are too. So today, um, because I sound like the seasons are changing, um, I'm going to let y'all take it over. Uh, we're going to talk about Psalm 96 today. So Chad, will yeah. you read that for yeah, us? Yeah, absolutely. So Psalm 96. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Psalm 96 um, is a psalm that is often... Uh, describe David, you know, we were just mentioning this as a, a psalm of missions, uh, a psalm toward the nations. I've heard it preached that way, taught that way. Uh, interesting for, interestingly enough, uh, when I uh, have preached it most often, uh, I have often leaned more toward uh, like uh, understanding worship more clearly because of Psalm 96. And so I've tried to answer kind of the who, what, when, where, why of worship with that, which, as we've talked about before, does then lead to mission. Uh, you and I have, have talked about that before. It leads to a greater heart for the nations because as you worship the Lord, you're, you're worshiping the one who also has a heart for the nations. And so we see all of that reflected in Psalm 96. Uh, David, you recently taught through this psalm, but when you did that, you had an entire hour to teach it. And um, typically this podcast is not an hour long. And so uh, the, the temptation is for you to not try to do everything you did in that one hour, especially knowing that we'll interact some with it. Yeah. Uh, you want so, the sports center version. That's right, of the game. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, 
just kind of pass on some of that to you. What are some of the things that jump out to you about Psalm 96? Um, yeah, that, that kind of stand out in with, one, with the, its entirety. One of the neat things that uh, I found when I was looking into this one is that it's recorded in First Chronicles 16. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a story where uh, the Ark of God was set in the midst of the tent uh, and they offered these burnt sacrifices, peace offerings, is what the the text says. And then uh, all this happens, and it's like in the in the passage, if you're reading it, David is sort of orchestrating this worship service of sorts. He's like assigning parts for people to play and instruments and things to to do. And then he gives this song of thanksgiving. But what's interesting, and and Charles Spurgeon, who gets mentioned every time. We do a song yeah, podcast, yeah. so just get ready. Um, he he actually mentions in this as well about First Chronicles 16, but there's this longer song that is composed in that particular chapter, and Psalm 96 is sort of the second half of it. And the first half of it is left out because it, it more directly addresses Israel. And so Spurgeon notes and makes the observation that um, it's, it's as if the Holy Spirit led David to compose a song for the Gentiles, too. That he yeah, could see yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like salvation belongs to not just the Jews, but to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And so we have Psalm 96, and it's pretty verbatim uh, what you see in Psalm 96. I thought that was a really neat uh, background to, yeah. to the thing, but there's so much to pull from it. I love it. It's a very inspirational psalm, as most of them are, as a one who likes to write songs, but also as a worship leader, uh, especially the Sing to the Lord, a new song. You know, as I was thinking through it, I, I really believe this isn't just a poetic expression, mm-hmm. or he's not just using hyperbole here. It's a very literal call. Right to everyone to sing new songs to the Lord. He's not saying, right, you know, write an album. Every right, day you right, write. right. But the idea, I think, being, you know, we all have this unique testimony of, of experiencing the same merciful God, the same gracious God, but we, we have a story to tell. We, we all have, I don't know, it's, it's like, could you sing of all of the glories of the Lord? Mm-hmm have we finished? Right, right. <laughs> or is it yeah. endless? Because if it is endless, then... then there will continue to be new songs. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. this always, like, ponder it, think on it, look to Him, and sing to Him a new song, all the earth. Uh, um, another interesting thing, just with the first two verses, is, uh, and, and this is, again, this is Charles speaking here, but that it mentions Lord three times in those first two mm-hmm. passages, and he said it's... It, that's not without. Uh, that's not just by chance either. That that we worship the Godhead mm-hmm. three in one. So it's it's as if we can sing. You know that that we we sing to the Lord the Father, Lord the Son, Lord uh. the Spirit. Like that that we have these three instances of Lord. That I, I love that that idea as well. The repetition yeah. that's given there, but the reminder that the repetition gives us of the the Trinity. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, as you mentioned this idea about the new song and about. Uh, the the never ending. I also think it's interesting uh, the different types of words that are used to describe 
worship in this way and that it's not just singing. And certainly as, as the guy who leads singing, uh, that is a, an, a piece of worship, but there's, uh, right. So sing to the Lord, sing to the Lord, sing to the Lord, but bless his name, tell of yep. his salvation, declare his glory, praise him, uh, uh, ascribe to him. Uh, that's there three different times. Say among the nations. Uh, then, then it's calling all of creation to praise him in this way. And so there's this idea that it's not worship is not only found in song. Right. Uh, the never-ending worship is found in our declaration, in our telling, in our saying, in our singing. It's in all of those things. Yeah, and what a burden to put just on music. Yeah. That yeah. that's the sole bearer of, that's right. of worship. And yeah, and and telling of his salvation uh from day to day. Um that answers the when, by the way. Right. When all when are we supposed to worship? Every okay, day. day to day. That's every day. But there is this uh Again, Spurgeon says, but he says, the gospel is the clearest revelation of himself. Salvation outshines creation and providence, and therefore let our praises overflow in that direction. That idea of, like, we remember, and it's good for us to remember that he is the creator. He's the one who provides for us. You know, that's why we sing, praise God from whom all blessings flow. That's right. right but, but to always come back and let the salvation uh, that God has worked for us be the thing that... It, that is shouted the loudest, mm-hmm. that that is never left out. And that's a real challenge, too, as we think about, you know, the songs that we listen to, the songs that we sing as a church. Is our diet in that way filled with the story of salvation? Right. You know, because that is the clearest picture of of who God is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think... This, so at the end of verse 2 and the beginning of verse 3, tell of his salvation from day to day, and then 3, declare his glory among the nations. It's this reminder that the work of evangelism, the work of the gospel telling, the good news, is worship. And uh, the proclamation of Christ and what he has done, like... um, not just saying it to him, but when you speak it to others, it is also pleasing to him. And mm-hmm. so the work that we do uh, to make his name known in all the earth is bringing glory to him, right? When we actually follow through with the Great Commission, we are bringing glory to him. And so it's it's that kind of picture of, oh, like he he wants even to your point he wants not just the israelites to know and love him not just the the people of chronicles right he wants all gentiles all people all non-hebrews to know uh, declare his glory among the nations that's in, that's implied like that that's, without exception yeah there's, there's no, no nobody too right. rough or too uneducated or that's too right. whatever you know, fill in the blank and good thing for us right because yeah. uh like we have a tendency to think, uh, just wrongfully but uh, incorrectly, that like we compare ourselves to Israel. The United States does. Mm-hmm. We tend to think, oh, like we're the that's who we are, and so all of the, but but we're we're the we're like Babylon. <laughs> we're the <laughs> nations here. We're the yeah. ones that are on the the opposite end of that. And yet, so so this is for us. Like this is what what kind of unique blessing is that? Uh, that we are called into that. And I, I love that. I, I use that as kind of a transition to say that we're called into that. That's what this is. All of this is a 
a, a charge to the listener, right? This is uh, like, follow this instruction, yeah. sing. This isn't, uh, oh, I sing to the Lord. I ascribe. This is a, a, a like a... He has those psalms, authority. but this one is not that. Yeah, this is authoritatively yeah. saying, if you are listening to this, this is what you should do. And he puts like no distance, which I think you kind of touched on. He puts no distance between the worship of God and telling others right. of God. Right. It is like right next to each That's other. Right. So there is that, you know, we've talked about how worship ought to be that fuel that fuels us to go and tell mm-hmm. others. Yeah. And I think this psalm just perfectly lays yeah. that out. It's like, sing, sing, now go declare among the nations, mm-hmm. all peoples. Yeah. And, and I think, man, what a, what a reminder for us in a, um, in a culture that, it, a church culture that is very receiving so we often t- come to church to receive, even in, like, I like the worship or I don't like the worship, right? That's a phrase that might get used. Not and, here. And <laughs> No, yeah, we don't use that here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, right, like, that, that concept of, like, it's I, what I like or what I don't like. Or, yeah. and, but, but if it is intended to be something that we do, like if we are declaring, we are telling, we are ascribing, then it really can be fuel, right? It really can be the thing that pushes us um, because it's not just about what we enjoy. It is the reminder of who he is. And so as we do that, we're reminded, oh, like we have other people to, we want other people to experience right. how good God is. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I have a question for you um, in particular. What are some of your thoughts about they're near the end when he brings in creation. Uh, let the heavens be glad, let the earth rejoice, let the sea roar, all that fills it. That's implying all of the creatures of the sea. Let the field exult and everything in it. That's, inclu- that's implying creatures, right? Uh, what, what are some of the thoughts you might have about what that, yeah, what does that look like, if look like is the right word? Uh, yeah, what are some of your thoughts about those couple verses? This is like where I think you have, like when you read Paul's letters, there's some things where you're like, that's classic Paul. Yeah. I feel like this is like classic David. Okay. Where he starts, it's like this big grand ending where it's uh-huh. now everything and now he's already done the everybody, mm-hmm. right? But now it's everything. It's But as I was, as I was thinking about it, you know, I was thinking... I, I wonder, like, has creation, not people, but has, have the stars forgotten who their maker mm. is? Like, did the heavens need a reminder? Hmm. You know, did the seas need to be reminded of who stirs them? You know, and who, huh. and um, so it's, there. The I, I, you know, as I was thinking about that, it's like he's calling them to worship, but like, it's, it's as if like we're joining in with all of creation uh, at that point. When I was reading 11 specifically, I don't know why, but the be glad and rejoice stuck out. It's maybe because I'm trying to, I'm trying to personally write a song about this one, (laughs) this other song called Psalm 118, where it's, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad. Like Uh it's another line that he uses 
of uh, rejoicing, right? Being found in joy, mm-hmm. being like within joy, sure, uh, and being glad. But that day, that day of salvation that that the Lord has made for us, like yes, this day He's made this day, but but the day of salvation that He's He's given to us. I love. I don't know why it's so funny. Like if you walked outside and you heard the trees singing, like, uh-huh. like yeah, that would yeah. be terrifying, right? But like you know, you can walk outside right now that like today where we're recording this, it's like the wind's blowing and you mm-hmm. hear like the rustling of, of leaves and trees are blowing. And there's this, there's this sound that really is a reminder of, of a creator who has set everything in motion and he's given movement and beauty to all of this. And it's all working out this, this song to him, you know, and we as his people who have a tendency to forget to sing, we need the reminders that Psalm 96 gives us. Yeah. We need to be reminded to sing, to tell of his salvation, and to join in with like the trees. Like these what? guys aren't forgetting; those stars are not yeah. forgetting. Well, that's what I was going to say. You said, "Do they need reminding?" And I actually think that this is this is actually us being reminded that they don't need to be reminded, right? The when it talks about the sea roaring, guess what happens all the time, constantly? Yeah, the seas roar, like the crashing of the waves on the shoreline never stops, right? The the fish in the sea never stop. Like, they, they stop when they die. That's it. Like, they, they don't, like, the, the trees blow in the wind, and there there is sound. All of those things, it's like the stars in the sky, all of those things don't have to be reminded because they're not the sinful, messed up creatures that we are, that are fallen, that have messed up. And so this is actually saying to me, it's like, hey, be reminded, join in with them because the heavens are, are rejoicing. They're glad. The, the earth is rejoicing. It's glad. You be yeah. glad with it. And so join in with it. And so for me, it was that, uh, yeah, the, they don't have to be reminded. They're just going to keep doing what God has created them to do. Why don't you do it too? Because we have that, like the rocks will cry out. Like yeah. these, these inanimate objects that we just walk over. Yeah. It's like these guys are right. forgotten. That's good. Like they're there's all, there's so many lines that you could, you know, jump into. I know we probably need to begin landing, but I uh, another line that that appears a lot in songs that for great is the Lord, greatly to be praised. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea that goes with it of how and we're in a study of Exodus at right, our church, right. so you hear a lot. Most of the weeks right now are about what that particular law meant for a god or mm-hmm. an idol or right right and uh how most of the gods of the other nations uh the little g gods would have only ruled over maybe a nation or mm-hmm. an aspect of nature or right. over like you know fertility or or whatever the thing but this god is great and he's to be feared above all the gods he's not mm-hmm. a god relegated to one corner right of creation or over one aspect of something. He is a God of everything. He's the all creating one. And to come before him with that sort of fear of a God who has done everything. And Spurgeon says, I don't get commission based on how many Spurgeon quotes I use, but (laughs) but he says that this is a great line that I've been thinking about a lot since I read it, but praise should be proportionate to its object. Mm. Therefore, let it be infinite when rendered unto the Lord. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's such a. I mean, you could just like, oof, it like hits you too because you're like, I have not praised proportionally. Mm-hmm. 
Right, right, right. I'm right. found, you know, out of proportion all the time. And there's that, you know, remember who he is. Remember mm-hmm. the God that you're coming before. And then one other verse, and you might have, I'm sure you've got a much more eloquent way of talking about <laughs> it, but but the kind of, maybe the peak of it is the one that you wouldn't necessarily think, but worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Mm-hmm. Uh that holiness is what God desires from his people. Right. It's not just our songs. Right. He loves that. He loves for his people to sing. But what are our songs? What are they meant to do? You know, but but be a, a means of taking our eyes off of ourselves and off of other things and placing them on him that we would look more like him, mm-hmm. that we'd become more like him, that we'd turn from our sin and, you know, our wicked ways and the things that we drift towards every day and that we would... Yeah, we become more holy. Yeah. That's holiness is what the Lord desires. The, those clean hands, yep. the pure heart. Well, I, I think, I mean, we've said this before, but it's yeah. When you see God for who He is, you see yourself for who you are, and when you see yourself for who you are, you realize your desperate need for Him. Mm-hmm. So you look at His holiness, and you say, "Okay, I'm not that." Yep. Right, and so I. I I can only have holiness because of him. And so like there's this just that's what worship is. It's like I can't do this without you. Your need for him becomes glaring uh in the in the best of ways. So yeah. uh, Psalm 96 I greatly appreciate. It's it's a uh a, a regular go-to for me um even just in moments of encouragement and uh times to point people to the word and to to God himself. And so uh yeah, Psalm 96, thankful for it. And uh, thanks for sharing your thoughts, too, David. Yeah. Awesome. I love it, guys. It was very encouraging. I, I love talking about nature and God and all the the ways that it worships God next to us and alongside mm-hmm. us. Um, okay. Thank you for listening uh, today on the Christ and All podcast. A new episode airs each Wednesday. And if this episode has been interesting or helpful to you, you can subscribe and share this on your favorite social media platform if you have a question or a topic you'd like for us to talk about please send those to info at colonialheights.org we look forward to hearing from you and thanks for listening